0: Hey, and welcome to this version of the upload. I'm Jeff Johnson, one of your uh, extreme hosts. And I'm here with <laughs> Eugenia, my extreme colleague. How are you doing Eugenia?
1: Oh, I am just so great on this episode of the podcast, Thank Jeff, this, this episode.
0: I feel a little bit of a, uh, like tension there.
1: <laughs> is it is it because because we're we're having an episode of the podcast?
0: You're having is an episode. You know what? episode? In, this, <laughs> in this episode, we're talking about uh, VMware Explore, and we have uh, three almost extreme uh, guests with us. Would you uh, name our first one, Eugenia?
1: Well, our first one is the lovely Tom Fenton. Hello, Tom.
2: Hey, Eugenia. Oh, hey, Eugenia. Hey, Jeff. Glad to be here today. Tom, where is Eugenia from? Well, I can tell by her background that she's looking over the Pacific Ocean.
0: Oh, for
1: the love of
0: God! Sunny cow. The The other one we have is 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 Trenton, and Trenton's uh, probably been to every single VMware uh, world that they've ever had. Hi, Trenton.
3: Uh, I think I think you're confusing me with Tom. There. Okay. I think doesn't don't you have like something from like 2005 or 2003?
2: Yeah, 2005. um, that was, I know a couple of people who have been to everyone. It's kind of. I think there's like 20 people that have uh, attended all of them.
0: I and guess who's been to, Guess who's been to four of them? And that's Joel.
4: Stop. Uh, I, when I was like waving four, I'm in 2004. But well, you've been and, uh, to them since 2004. No, no, no. I, you know, once you start working for another vendor, right, then you don't get to go as often anymore. Oh. But anyway, I'm, I'm still happy to be here, Jeff. Thank, thank you for having me, and, and Eugenia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this, uh, of course. In
4: this ver- version, uh, in this
1: episode, uh, do not uh, do not let his insanity spread to you too. No,
4: the se- the second no. episode today.
0: All I
1: right, feel.
4: all right, so, yeah. all right, all
0: right. So hey, so what was new this year besides the name change at uh, Explore
4: VMware Explore? I think Tom has some good insights into that. Don. <laughs>
0: oh, the
2: new products. Yeah, uh, a couple uh, kind of exciting things. The first one, of course, is vSAN. Um, eight. Which I mean, Vsan's been around since twenty twelve, so ten years, decade old. It's get just getting a little bit long in two. So they they did some really neat things. They got uh, uh, some some new uh, hardware that they support. Um, they doing. I'm going to mess this up. Not encryption coding. Uh, uh, RAID six encoding for it. Um, they make it faster. Vsphere eight. What's up?
0: They make it faster, at least
2: make it fa Oh, they, uh, vSAN vSAN. Uh, yeah, because they uh, support uh, NVMe drives natively and they, yeah, they do all sorts of cool stuff. They renamed, um, a V realized to ARIA, um, yeah. which would have been great if they would have had this in, uh, Las Vegas and they could have had that the the ARIA hotel, but they renamed that, um, on the horizon side, which we all care and love about. They, Um, GA'd their latest release of of Horizon on Azure, which supports these massive pods of uh, 20,000 desktops. So that's kind of exciting for us. And of of course, uh, a lot of uh, Kubernetes stuff. Um, So yeah, it was a lot of of good announcements there. Joel, what,
0: what what do you see there different this year?
4: Well, so I, you know, I've, I've, I didn't get a chance to attend a whole lot of sessions because my 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 pass only gave me booth access. Uh so that's where I spent most of the time so I was kind of like relying on you know people who followed a little bit closer and were in the sessions to to learn about some of the new announcements. Uh but I did get a lot of uh yeah interesting conversations with customers at the controller booth themselves. So there were um you know we we went all in with Control up we had a yeah big booth uh, uh and you know, we had a lot of people who knew knew us or also a lot of people who actually never heard of us uh you know we we of course have been at previous uh, VMworld events before both physical and and virtual events but never at a at a big scale like we were here and and i think that we you know really made an impression and uh you know trented and tom i know that you were on the booth and yeah, you know, having a lot of these conversations as well. What What's your uh, take on that?
3: I think it was fabulous. Uh, obviously, I love talking to people and hearing their stories and trying to understand their pain points and how we can help solve them. Because I know, for me, Control Up changed my life, uh, not just as an employee, but as a consumer of the product. So hearing those stories and talking to the people and being able to relate is, is mm-hmm. very valuable to me. Um For what I thought was new at VMware Explorer, uh, I follow my good buddy V Doppler, who had a press pass who got into a lot of fancy places and he actually snuck me into the press place, but it was after hours, so no one was there, which was really exciting. Hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, I think the vSAN 8 is the most exciting thing for me as a techie among all the announcements that VMware made.
0: Yeah. Hey, Eugenia, you talk to customers all yeah. the time. Did you have some customers go or did they uh, go to the virtual event or they physically go? Well,
1: so I had, like, there were some customers of mine that were there, but a lot of the customers that I spoke to, they they weren't able to go because they, you know, a lot, of, a lot of customers just in general are having staffing issues right now where maybe they've lost people or maybe they just aren't able to hire additional people right now. So their IT, you know, teams are a bit, you know, short staffed. So they couldn't. They didn't have the bandwidth to just you know fly over to the west coast which is not where i live tom uh they didn't have the bandwidth to just fly on over there and and
4: well, maybe and you there. live on a really high floor and you can see the pacific ocean from oh,
1: you guys are just <laughs> i can incortual. see Canada from
4: here so so let's talk about the booth we had the <laughs> biggest booth
0: probably we've ever had a control up we had a lot of great attendees but what was like the conversations what was the the if you had to like put a a generic subject line on the conversation uh, that, that people were kind of interested in? Uh, were they talking about... What were they talking about? When, one thing that...
3: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in, uh, and then I'll pass that to you, Tom. I, I think there's three topics of conversation that I seem to always be circling around. The first was teams and monitoring teams', teams yeah, calls and unified yeah. communication. Um, We have an exciting offering there, and uh, talking to people about it and showing them they were jazzed like
0: so yeah so what were what's what was their pain points <laughs> everyone's doing jazz hands here <laughs>
3: yeah the, so what were their the pain biggest...
0: points or what was their like why were they so stoked on wanting to learn more about what we offer
3: so i think the the biggest pain point in teams today is actually the data there's not really a good presentation layer of pulling that data out of azure and presenting it and we are offering that as a solution uh, of course you can build your own dashboards and stuff but that is not uh you know something that a small it team can dedicate a whole resource for to build these dashboards so we offer that out of the box and then for yeah, us i I,
4: core... I let me let me just comment on that trying because another aspect to that was you know not so much for a smaller it organization but for much bigger it organizations a lot of the people we talk to Right, like are the desktop admins or the VDI admin, right? They don't necessarily have access to the Azure portal or the Teams admin or you know any tools that might be in place because the application is often not owned by them. And you know, I, I think they they do get the help desk calls, right? They do get the calls like, Oh, yeah, something is not working. And and I think that, that we provide them also with that visibility that they normally don't have.
3: That's right. Uh, and then the other thing I think we offer with Teams is uh, our EdgeDX product. When you're looking at your Teams call data, you can actually correlate the performance metrics of the device in the same time frame, so you can actually get a, a really good understanding of what the device was doing and performing during that Teams call. So when you see network latency go up, uh, we track that in EdgeDX. When you see jitter and and so on and so forth, or or the Wi-Fi signal strength, we Measure all of that, we can correlate that in uh edge DX, which is great.
0: So, how, uh, how was how was people were people like coming up just directly saying, Hey, what do you got for teams? or were, were you just kind of giving them an overview demo and then they would zoom in on that, Tom? Like, you're doing a lot of demos, how, how would that conversation you know present? Yeah, I, I don't think people came up looking for teams,
2: um, but you know, you could definitely lead them in that direction and kind of to Joel's point, I think. One of the things that really, really surprised me was the physical endpoint monitoring. I did not expect that from VMware, right? Virtual <laughs> machines. But I mean, yeah, you 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 show it to them, and people go, oh yeah, yeah, you know, we need this. Uh, this this is something that we don't have. Um, so that was that was uh, really surprising to me. And also, we had a um, a Zooms, not only to- Teams, but we had a, a Zooms um, beta version there that people were really interested in.
4: Yeah, and I th- I think this kind of like goes back to a second thing that that I heard a lot, right? Because once you start talking about remote work, right, and and how, yeah, you know, the pandemic and and the way we work has changed, you know, the apps that people use. Uh, the moment you start talking about remote work, you're not only talking about like things like, yeah, you know, their local network and their Wi-Fi, which yeah you know, is always a a good conversation topic, but it is also how important applications like Teams and Zoom have become. Uh, for for everything. I mean, we're, we're doing this on, on Zoom, right? The, the recording. So, uh, uh, but, you know, and then it varies very much about what your job is in the company. But even sales has shifted more and more to do these things remotely. And, you know, the tools, pe- people just have no idea. Right? It's like they, like overnight, basically gave everybody Zoom or everybody Teams, right? And now what? right? They have no insights, no idea whatsoever. So that conversation around remote work very often includes topics like Zoom or Teams or WebEx uh, so once we have that. We're, so let's keep it going down this path a little bit. Where people, obviously, during the
0: last three years, you know, this catastrophic event that we all went through, um, I'm sure, you know, Teams and Zoom became really uh, more important. Um, but what I've heard some people talk about is like, the IT teams accepted it, they kind of supported it, but now they're looking at an official rollout where it's it's actually a real application that they are going to have full support on rather than just, oh, did it work or did it not work? I mean, there's some of those conversations out there about like, like fully supporting these apps rather than like, oh, we're, who are you pointing to Eugenia? Oh, Eugenia. Oh, I was just what saying I have a
1: thing. I have a comment. I wasn't there. I don't know what people there are talking about, but just a comment from from what I'm hearing with customers, a lot of customers are starting to build out teams now that are like actually focused, like their job, their their entire focus is on the unified communications front. It's, so instead of it being just another thing thrown on like the the main IT department's lap, it's like there's a subdivision now, and, like that is their focus. That is their entire everything is unified communications, which is different than how it looked, you know. Two three years back for sure.
4: Right. Yeah, and, and 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 honestly, I think that um so far, right? If 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 I have an issue with Zoom, right, what do you do? Uh let me let me reconnect. <laughs> right. And, and you hope you hope that it fixes it. But it, it, it doesn't always fix it, right? I mean it, yeah, sometimes it does, right? If it, if there's an issue with the service, and we can even monitor that through our Scout Beast technologies with synthetic testing, right? We can kinda like Monitor the availability of the platform, but if there's some kind of configuration issue with your audio or with your uh, with your network, right? Like Trent had mentioned, jitter and things like that, and latency, um, those problems will not automatically get solved by reconnecting. Uh, So, yeah, getting these insights, yeah, and I think not all help desk teams will have insights in even understanding because I think a lot of Employees are not necessarily reporting this, but if this is going to affect your job, right? How I do my work. Now it's pretty important that even if the users are not reporting it, that IT admins are able to see if there's issues, so that they can go out to the user or the device or their network and figure out, you know, the solution for that, so that it's not impacting their productivity. All right. So
3: talking to, sorry, and to just jump in for one anecdotal story here. Um, talking to one of the customers, uh, they told me that one of their biggest problems was the work-from-home situation with the Wi-Fi access points and stuff that consumer networks have. And their solution was to ship 50-foot network cables to everyone. And they directed every single person
0: to to plug plug it into their router. (laughs) Are you serious? Seriously? This is real life? Seriously,
3: yeah. And the expense <laughs> they said Ow. was crazy but it was their solution because they they can't handle those tickets what do you do yeah. right? and, and
2: and so with hdx you can tell if they're wired or wireless right <laughs> you can, you, can okay. you tell tattletale on them
4: <laughs> okay yep, so EDGE-X well but, but i mean like the, the the employee especially when they're working from home right they want to work how they want to work right i i sit here in my home office with my three screens but sometimes i want to work from the sofa well, is my fifty feet cable going to reach there, or worse, when I go outside, right? Like sit next to my pool. Uh, I, I also do not live next to the Pacific, so I have a pool, though. But uh, you know, the, you know, that is not really a solution. Well, it's a solution, but
1: hmm. maybe they'll send you a switch too, and then you'll be able to just like daisy chain yeah, your right. network, uh, teams, and you'll be all all good. All, all right. Well. So uh, we
0: we talked about like from VMware Explorer, We talked about physical devices people really interested in the physical device i think thomas saying that trent was talking trent and joel were talking a lot about um the zoom and teams but this is a virtual conference so what uh, were people saying about our support for real-time dx and our our virtual support were they still pretty stoked on some of the new things and supportability like AVD and all kinds of good stuff there yes
1: Nodding doesn't work over a podcast. Trent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone just nods quietly. Lazing your
0: hand works, but saying, yeah, so so Trent, can you, can you expand on? Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, expanding <laughs> back on remote from remote work is still one of the largest challenges. And these people still have EUC environments because, you know, resources operate faster when they're local to their database and your database can still be in a data center or in the Azure cloud. And when you connect into those resources remotely via Horizon or Azure or Citrix or whatever technology you want, um, you still need that remote endpoint performance. And so showing remote DX, which can show you remote endpoint performance uh, in your EUC session, was still a very big value add. Yeah. Um, and then for a couple customers, definitely seeing the Azure value was important. But I. I definitely encountered the majority of people having on-premises VMware ESXi deployments and yeah. Horizon deployments uh, at yeah. VMware Explorer.
4: Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a good point, Trent. So obviously VMware has their Horizon platform, but I actually talked to quite a few customers there that were, you know, running Citrix on top of ESXi, or you know, more and more customers actually starting to talk about AVD. And i think this is one of the benefits with control up is that yeah, it doesn't really matter to us right you can have all of them you can have one of them right we bring it all together in the same consistent way right we bubble up any issues you know and and kind of like using our virtual expert kind of like take you by the hand and i think you know a lot of customers have mixed environments and and you know i think there's there's a big benefit of us bringing all that data together in You know, our web interface and and, uh, in our console. And, you know, I think that, uh, I mean, we had a whole session dedicated to it. I mean, Trent, you presented with Joni, right? And that was just about, well, 95% of it was around, like, what we do for Horizon and, and VDI and things like that.
3: In remote work, yeah. That's awesome.
4: Well, hey, I want to thank everyone. But like always, we
0: kind of do a wrap-up on what did you learn today? Because we all have, we're all in different locations. We are hearing each other's talk. So, um, Eugenia, you'll be last. Uh, let's go around the horn. Tom's always first. So, let's go to Trenton. Trenton, what did you learn in uh, in our little podcast today from what someone else said?
3: <laughs> I learned network cables and shipping them are expensive. <laughs> uh,
1: you As already knew that, though. <laughs> <And you laughs> Damn it, that was going to be mine. You oh use, no!
3: You can't use you know
0: someone else's uh, thing. So okay, Tom. Tom, what about you?
2: Oh boy, um, I learned that we didn't talk about uh, the great session that Trenton and did and beating up a computer on on live live session. Right? We I wow. we didn't talk about that, guys.
4: Wow, you, Joel. Yeah, that's right. what did you learn? Well, I mean, I mean, I I learned that that Eugenia doesn't doesn't live near the Pacific Ocean. That well, that's what I learned. I already on,
1: on, knew that.
4: <laughs> that's what I learned on the, on the podcast. Uh, uh, but I think that for me, outside of the podcast, you know, the the topic we're talking about, VMware Explore, uh, presenting with Tom was my favorite thing to do. Oh. Uh, we had a thirty-minute session. Unfortunately, you had to be there because it was not recorded. <laughs> but hmm. we are thinking about, about turning that dead, uh, uh, about a webinar. Oh, I did voices and like oh. you know, I dress up. We, we, yeah, it was, sound uh, effects. Was a um, yeah,
2: yeah, a lot of times I didn't know. I was looking around. Who's who's who is that? Who's where's that voice oh. coming from? <laughs> then I saw Joel Scar- moving. A yeah. Hello, it's Miss Scarlett. Eugenia, what did you learn today? Where is that? Oh, Where's that? Cats oh, okay.
0: here. Eugenia, what did you learn today?
1: <laughs> that Jeff is very bad at herding cats. Uh, but what did <laughs> I learn? I uh I I did not know that, that Joel, you actually did the session with Tom, So Tom and I were talking about maybe next year I will do a session with Tom. So, um I learned that I have some uh some interesting competition now for next year. My sound effects will certainly be better than yours and it will be recorded.
4: Oh, sure. I I I know for sure. I mean that I'm I'm not very good at it. They were like improvised at spot. So it's that's really,
1: kind, yeah. obviously.
4: And I <laughs> and I, I, that, I didn't even the people I was like like mimicking, I didn't don't even know what they really sound like in real life. So. <laughs> I learned people were and... really interested
0: in uh, on the booth in uh, support for teams and Zoom. And uh, and Eugenia was saying company, whole companies or companies are creating whole divisions on just supportability of those solutions. So so that's awesome. I think uh, as we wrap up, um, let's all make some uh, improvised barn animal noises and we will uh, say goodbye. Say goodbye, Eugenia. Bye, Jeff. Oh. A oh, God. <laughs> oh, <yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye bye.